Ты, ты уже записываешь, я надеюсь. Давай. Hi, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. Um, me and Alina used to lead a podcast called Zachem Prosta, which uh, was a, a popular culture phenomenon podcast where we would talk about um, the news, celebrity stuff, culture, documentaries, or any weird shit that we would find on the internet, like conspiracy theories. We led this podcast in Russian language, But because both of us are from Ukraine and both of us were in Ukraine uh, at the moment of full-scale invasion, we decided not to use Russian language on a public platform anymore. We, uh, we published our last episode on February 14th, which was dedicated to Valentine's Day. And that happened 10 days before the full-scale invasion. We plan to record another episode with our friend Ira Lupu, who is a photographer from Odessa based in New York. And among the other things that uh, we wanted to talk about, we were planning to discuss the looming possibility of war. At the time, I remember that uh, people already felt tense and uh, we could tell that something might happen but we could have never imagined that eventually we, both of us would have to leave the country so right now after these four months we decided to reunite again and uh, record the podcast about how these four months went for us how are you Yeah, uh, a small disclaimer, I'm not native or fluent in English. My level is probably B1, but I will do my best uh, to uh, say something if uh, I will um, if I will get confused or something. I will just switch to Ukrainian language and uh, uh, you should probably learn Ukrainian language with me and <laughs> English language with yes. you guys. Uh, From but, uh, yeah. now on... From now on, this podcast is a safe space for Ukrainian <laughs> English speakers. <laughs> And from now on, Violet became my teacher of English. Uh, so, <laughs> And This is actually an English-speaking class. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a speaking club. I, I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> for me, it's definitely some kind of uh, way of improving myself, become a better person than I was before. Uh, so yeah, so now I'm in Germany and I'm in Leipzig, um, a small student city in uh, Germany. I'm here uh, since March. Um, yeah, uh, we plan to do a lot of stuff, but uh, when uh, of like 21st of February, just um, Russia starts to bombing uh, Ukraine, and uh, I woke up uh, after my roommate uh, said to me that, uh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, they're definitely bombing us, and people are leaving, so you better wake up. After he barged into your room while you were almost completely naked under yeah. the bed sheets. <laughs> babe, babe, thank you for mentioning it, because not a lot of people knew that uh, the manner reason why I like uh, pretend to ignore him and do not believe him like I was like no I will not get up where is not happening I'm naked I, yeah <laughs> I'm just fucking naked dude like I don't want to 
I'm not, I, I wasn't like so sure about the war. So if, <laughs> if there wasn't any rockets, it would definitely be <laughs> kind of embarrassing. And um, yeah, and I just waited like when he gone, I was like, yeah, I will check it out. And yeah, and after that, my life completed, <laughs> completely changed. Completely changed. <laughs> I remember you were telling me that you didn't quite believe him because none of the shit that he says was ever serious. And then after yeah. he left the room, you got up and looked at, out of the window and you saw people with like suitcases trying yeah. to leave. And I also took my phone and saw a notification from you and from my other, uh, like, not a friend of the pod, but acquaintance of the pod. <laughs> acquaintance of the former pod. Friend. Former friend. Yeah, poor former friend. Yeah, guys, uh, to all of the past listeners of the pod, don't forget about the category former friend of the pod. Yeah, all our 100 listeners uh, who I, I hope save, um, yeah, all of them who is from Ukraine, from Russia, sorry, guys, I don't care. <laughs> not, uh, yeah. um, not anymore uh, sorry guys <laughs> yeah sorry all of the russian listeners of the pod might as well just unfollow us yeah right this moment because we don't want we don't want you among our listeners yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah <We're not. laughs> uh, yeah just kind of regular rasphobia and nothing special and uh, yeah so i don't believe him and i check out and i was like oh uh, and also uh, the one stuff um, that I really fucked up that uh, my plans, for, my deadline for, uh, to ma- finally uh, take all my stuff and create all this emergency suitcase uh, bullshit, uh, blah, blah, uh, was like at the 21st of February. I was like, yeah, I will definitely do that this day. Def- like I, yeah. from, I will wake up and do that. Uh, like definitely I'm going to do that yeah I sure <laughs> surely did uh, <laughs> well. you surely did <laughs> but I was so late to the party <laughs> as I can say uh, yeah and uh, after I love I love how we're laughing and being super positive about it even though both of us are fucking dead inside yeah, and have bo- been for the last four months yeah don't forget we both traumatized and uh, jokes and um, kind of laugh making us uh, helping us proceed all the pain we <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm like just I, I, in, like a couple of days ago I just thought wow I'm going insane finally finally I'm going insane but but then finally I'm actually going insane I'm not making shit up I'm actually and then going I just insane. ate my dinner <laughs> and then I just <laughs> have some lunch <laughs> oh my god I will hope um, uh, yep I hope my um, uh, my German roommates uh, who I haven't seen yet uh, since I moved to another apartment uh, don't listen like don't hear me or don't listen to me because otherwise they will be like what the hell who are you even living with us like they never I mean it's the same it's the same shit that we all talk about every day so I don't think they're gonna be surprised they're gonna be surprised yeah another mental breakdown of Ukrainian <laughs> refugee in Germany <laughs> nothing special nothing to see <laughs> just walk around yeah yeah so uh, so now I'm. Uh, Tell me. Yeah, just ask yeah, me yeah, questions. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just make it the, like kind of a therapy or interview or whatever. I'm just a kind of. Yeah, uh, this is actually... I'm just kind of experiment <laughs> of you, Western people. For sure, this is actually just a therapy session <laughs> that I'm right. that I'm conducting on Alina right now. And and it always been. 
and it has always been. Um, so, um, how did you how did you get to Germany? Can you describe like your way out of Ukraine? When did you leave? And I know that you stayed in Lviv for some time. Just like tell me how you um, got yeah, out of Kiev. Uh, I'm kind of uh, uh, like first waivers who was so scared that Ukrainian is going to. Uh, fall after two days because uh, we were so shocked and wasn't sure what's going to happen and uh, yeah it started like after two days uh, like one day without sleep because we were too scared and we were sleeping like uh, we have sleep schedules for 30 minutes for each uh, and everyone was so stressed we like With your roommates? Or? Yeah, I was with my roommates and with the old roommates and like two girls who I met for the first time, like friends of my old roommates, something like that. So it was, I don't know, five of us, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like five of us. And um, uh, our um, bunker was, was like she a really shitty one uh, because um, it was not like bunker at all. It was kind of... Uh, laundry, uh, uh, some kind of basement, and uh, the second one was uh, also just a regular basement, uh, not uh, not um, proper stuff to um, waiting for rockets to hit. And uh, after two days, I was actually uh, pretty sure I'm going to stay in Kiev till the end. Uh, like I have, I don't have, I uh, haven't got any plan to leave, uh, but. Um, Uh, my roommates and fr all this guy, bunch of people start to saying that it's uh, unsafe uh, to stay in Kiev. Uh, they're already nearby Kiev. It, it actually was true. They were in Kiev Oblast uh, at the, like almost immediately, and uh, they decide to move uh, to the west, uh, to the um, Lviv uh, or Rovna. They would decide to just go uh, west uh, anyway, and uh, uh, like. I knew that I'm actually uh, not the lucky one, but a, a lot of people who stayed for longer uh, will be or already more traumatized than uh, people who was like me, just so heard a couple of uh, hits uh, and uh, saw a couple of uh, hysteria around. And, uh, and oh, yeah, of course, at the uh, train, uh, railway station, uh, it was uh, madness. It was horrifying. There was a lot of people and there were free um, trains for people to go to the West. And... Uh, Amount of people was enormous. Uh, there also was uh, kind of police, policemen who, or like just military guys who were shooting at the sky for people to like don't uh, push each other. But it was scary as hell, uh, and it um, just firing their guns in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to get attention. Yeah, because um, the rule was uh, women and kids first, uh, then uh, others, mm -hmm. uh, but. I'm not going to be... It's not like about racism and stuff, but of course a lot of uh, immigrants uh, was uh, kind of uh, also scared and uh, uh, tried to uh, get through. A lot of guys, I mean, like not the problems, with the, mm -hmm. but the rule was the woman and kids uh, is... Uh, because uh, anyway, they closed the border for men uh, already, and uh, of course you need to save kids with their mothers. And but um, people, yeah, 
well, of course, all people were just panicking and uh, like just um, trying to get in these trains because they were thinking it's like you you feel like if you're not going to be there, you die. It was actually it, yeah. It felt if you like, don't make it, if yeah. you don't make it on the train, you're you're just trapped you're just stuck yeah you're just stuck and you just need to wait uh, till uh, Russian guys will fucking kill you and um, yeah I've so I get into this train actually really random uh, randomly because just girl who was with me also had sister with a kid and we like just get uh, into a train and slept a uh, whole uh, road. Like, it was really long one because the uh, train stopped and uh, because of the ro- rocket, mi- uh, like, missiles attacks, they tried to change their road. Mm-hmm. And it took, I don't know, it took, I don't know, uh, 15 hours. Uh, before that, it was seven or six, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess. And we slept at the floor uh, because there was no place, not like even in the uh, beds. It it was full, full. It was so full that you had to sleep like just in the corridor uh, in the train. At the, uh, I just uh, took my acne scarf that I bought before war, yeah. <laughs> and it felt so ridiculous at the moment. I was like, yeah, and now I look like a, I don't know hobo with the, uh, this acne scarf and like yeah. just sleeping. And some kind of, I don't know, uh, talk um, while uh, old people... Yeah, just squishing yourself between other people's bodies, but at least you have your acne yeah, to Yeah, this I have my, <laughs> I have my moment. And uh, of course, the people who want to go to the toilet or drink tea were just stepping uh, or just stepping out of your head and all, all this kind of stuff. But it wasn't stressful for me, as I thought. Uh, it was actually, yeah, kind of uh, bad, but uh, I, uh, anyway, was yeah. At least I'm I'm going to be safe and with my friends. Uh, so the main issues with me and my reaction to all these kind of events was kind uh, scare of being alone. Uh, I realized that I'm uh, too scared to stay alone uh, in this kind of situation. Or, of uh i don't know uh life and death situation uh i realized that i just want to be with my friends and that's all uh when i'm with them i'm definitely going to be safe uh i tried to be with um when it's all started i tried to get uh to my friend ola um and her family but uh they closed a couple of uh, station of metro before that and we actually well, uh, haven't you couldn't get yeah, to yeah. them. Yeah, and I haven't seen the show for uh, like almost half of the year. We met a couple of uh, days ago. Um, so I went to the Lviv, uh, and uh, when you came to the Lviv, I realized that I have a kind of how to translate PTSR. Uh, so have like PTSD. PTSD, yep. And uh, uh, because uh, to girl, all of our international listeners, PTSR, post-traumatic stress. PTSR, Yeah, I expect all of our listeners to learn Ukrainian by I don't know by the time that we make a hundred episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, yeah. I think I hope all Ukrainians uh, will be learning English with us and will do their best uh, to learn it. Um, <laughs> and also, yeah. So I went to Lviv and realized that uh, my PTSD uh, is kind of 
uh, <laughs> improving. And uh, because I, um, when I met a girl who uh, said I can stay in her uh, place for a couple of nights, uh, she, it, she was nice and she said, yeah, you can take shower or like do whatever you want. Like it, it's your bed. And uh, all I've done, it's uh, I just lay uh, laid to the on the bed and uh, haven't moved for, uh, I don't know, six, eight, ten hours. No, it probably was ten hours. Uh, I was too scared to even go to the shower to to do something. Uh, I was just laying at the bed in my clothes and do literally doing nothing <laughs> because it was so strange to just be able to sleep. Uh, of course, there were uh, sirens as well, but uh, at the moment, uh, uh, Lviv was uh, bombed only at the beginning, so we all felt like Lviv is mostly safe. There, there at least uh, no army around Lviv, um, or no Russian army near, nearby. Uh, and no, a lot of like I don't know why we decided is Lviv is so safe, <laughs> but for mm-hmm. this uh, for one night I was like yeah at least I, I could try to sleep and there actually wasn't any uh, sirens in the night it was great, uh, but at the second day, of course there was a lot of sirens and uh, friends of mine also decide to go abroad and uh, to went abroad and. Uh, I, I felt really bad about that. I had a really um, uh, huge, like a really big problem of mine was this kind of syndrome that you're betraying your... Uh, like guilt. guilt. Yeah, guilt. Survivor's uh, guilt. Yeah, survivor's guilt. Uh, and also it's kind of combined with my really so, so, uh, low self-esteem and all my uh, mental bullshit. And I just... Uh, became insane for for one day, like completely. I was just crying and screaming that I I, I need to die and other people need to leave. Uh, I also yeah, but just like went cuckoo <laughs> and little Ukrainian little Ukrainian girl things. Yeah, it's literally any kind of it's literally a regular date with Ukrainian girls now. Be ready for like listening to about politics for a like couple of hours and then she just. <laughs> went ins- going insane and crying, screaming she wants to die. Yeah, it's kind of our processing of stuff uh, and be ready for that, uh, your uh, Tinder guys. Uh, mm, yeah, that's some Ukrainian Ukrainian girl realness. Yeah, it's just days. Ukrainian girl realness. Fucking melting down and crying and saying that you, you, you should have died when other people should have stayed. Yeah, alive. and uh, like, you're saying you like insane girls and all this kind of bullshit, so like <laughs> be ready for that get ready yeah <laughs> you want to send girlfriend enjoy <laughs> enjoy enjoy ukrainian one and uh, yeah so uh, <laughs> I, I just uh, after this breakdown i had a, a really weird dream when where i'm taking some kind of uh my consciousness uh out of uh, uh f- like out of a burning house and uh, yeah, and I, 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 uh, I left. Uh, also, it wasn't so hard, but it wasn't easy. Uh, I went to the same, uh, I, what, how it called? Like, it's not refugee camp, but it's kind of uh, jail for, yeah. for refugees. Uh, yeah. We went to the one jail. Yeah, so we like basically me and Alina, when we were crossing the border, we were crossing the border through, uh, God, Czech Republic. 
and uh, they don't let you, even though um, on the evacuation train they tell you that you will go to Prague, you don't actually go to Prague, you stop at the border, I think it's called Ostrava. They just lie to you. They lie to you, they stop the fucking yeah. train, they make you get off the train, and you're at Ostrava, and there, there is this, um, I think it's called like refugee yeah it's it's called refugee camp but it actually looks more like prison because they have fucking bars outside of the windows so that you can't leave they take your passport uh they take all of the information from your passport um mine uh, they never took mine they never took mine they passport. took passports of people who wanted to apply either for refugee status or those who wanted to get a Czech Republic visa or something so ah, yes so sure. i also didn't i i also didn't give away my passport but um they still took like the number and uh name and all of the basic information which i actually don't know why they had to do it because in the end of the day, like, they didn't end up using any of that information, so that was kind of pointless. Anyways, bureaucracy. Um, they just steal our data, as usual. They just need our data. Maybe it's because of that they were showing us some kind of language courses in Instagram. Yes. And I don't know <laughs> uh, how to find uh, how to find husband. Yeah, this, how um, to find a Czech yeah. And all, husband. Yeah, and also, yeah, but also all these kind of stereotypes about that we actually wanted to talk about before war started about uh, Ukrainian and Slavic women in general. Now it's only Ukrainian women, uh, no any kind of Slavic uh, woman anymore. We had our awakening, me and Violeta. Yeah, uh, yeah you we can. We had our definitely... spiritual Ukrainian awakening. We no longer yeah. associate ourselves with Russian women. Yeah, 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 yeah. You actually can, uh, of course, uh, listen to our old uh, episodes and be like, oh, you like... You exchange your opinion so quickly, girl. Like what? Yeah, we were uh, dump as hell, and now now we dump. But uh, at least we proud Ukrainian women who realized all the uh, all of, uh, like how it's important to understand your I don't know heritage, culture, understand what it mean to be Ukrainian, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, it's actually really sad for me that I realize it's. So, like where I have been for these eight years yeah. <laughs> like really uh, I think uh, I, I wasn't like yeah I was like just a stupid girl with uh, thinking about politics of other countries and reading Twitter of all these uh, bullshit lefties who didn't give a fuck right now and just saying that Russia is still so cool and Ukraine is boring and blah blah uh, so uh, yeah it was it was tough to realize that um all of us doing, uh, all we're doing, uh, just looking at the different direction from reality and from your like own problems and uh, from, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it just sucks I, be I wasn't because when I look back at the time, I realized that I looked more at the US politics Twitter instead of like learning about Ukrainian politics and trying to understand the situation because I lived sure. in a kind of bubble just because um, since 2013, 2014, it, it was it was mostly the eastern part of Ukraine that was hit most and uh, sadly because at the time I was already living in Canada I kind of insulated myself from that and uh, didn't pay enough attention which I feel really bad about right now because as you said like our opinion has changed really fast but like also your our lives has changed really fast the, the Russian missiles hit pretty fast and like if you were in our situation you would you would also like flip 
on your opinions with the same speed. Yeah, and as well, not only me get through all this kind of experience, as you could say, but uh, also disclaimer, a lot of these uh, silly naive words is kind of markers that uh, after repeating uh, all this, after not only repeating, but living through all this experience in our uh, small Ukrainian circle, we feel free to make some kind of stupid jokes or a kind of yeah nice experience we had guys and make all this ironic um uh, stuff but it doesn't mean that uh we're like not <laughs> fucked up in our heads <laughs> not yeah. traumatized not yeah like fucked up for the rest of our lifetime <laughs> yeah like i'm fucked up so can i at least make a joke and be kind of um <laughs> Playful <laughs> with my yeah, playful. <laughs> Forget about the fucking pain that's triggering me every day. <laughs> and at least, yeah, and wear a really uh, beautiful dress at the evening. No, I'm not wearing any dress at all. Uh, we're used to say in what uh, what we wearing. <laughs> we are wearing Ukrainian t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, both of us. Um, one of uh, I have a t-shirt with herb tree soup, and Violetta is wearing. Um, I'm wearing a shirt. charity t-shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a like a charity merchandise shirt which says Ukraine, but the font is made to look like Aphex Twin logo. We're gonna post pictures. We're gonna post as many selfies as you want, as we want from now on. Because after you're living this through this uh, life or death experience, we realize that we're free, and we're just gonna post selfies yeah, as much as we want. Like my nothing is stopping us anymore. Uh, girl, my f first description in Tinder was cringe but free. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I know I know Ukrainian. No, I was playful and yeah. uh, I uh, in Tinder, and uh, of course I was ready for all this. How fast I switched to Tinder talks, like after <laughs> I was just, just uh, exp like just repeating my most traumatizing experience. This podcast, after uh, this podcast, is a window into women's consciousness now, like Ukrainian women's consciousness specifically. If you look at any of the Ukrainian girls' stories on Instagram right now, it's gonna be war stuff, war stuff, uh, hot selfie, wearing a bikini, tea, war stuff, m more repost from uh, military content uh, pages, and then another selfie. Yeah, that is... And animals, and funny animals. Yeah. Yeah, something really cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, my Instagram stories became so, became so random. Sometimes I just uh, post some nature stuff and all this bullshit selfie, but then I like, oh! <laughs> Uh, but then like missiles attack my home city I'm crying whole day no I don't cry anymore I have no emotion at all I just die I just dead inside and <laughs> I feel all the void of the being alive um, uh, and yeah after of course the uh, uh, previous week was kind of tough guys you know uh, Russians uh, is a Russia is a terrorist state so they decide to just bomb us uh, bomb uh, civilian places as usual and uh, a lot of people die and as well they die in uh, my um, homeland Odessa Oblast uh, uh, and uh, yeah I just posted I know that I live like kind kind of vacuum of uh, my Ukrainian followers following me but anyway it's kind of me uh, just showing myself and just seeing my opinion and uh, 
showing people some yeah. facts and reality. Uh, but yeah, of course, it's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, everyone decide by themselves what they want to repost, what not. But yeah, kind of following Ukrainian girls is kind of tough. So Tinder, uh, I realized that I'm not going to say that I'm Ukrainian immediately because they will be awkward and saying random bullshit. As I said, uh, like one of my old Tinder my mates <laughs> I don't know my match mm -hmm. uh, he wrote me after three months like hey how are you and I was like He's, if he, he, it's like death tourism to him like uh, ask you Ukrainian uh, <laughs> one night stand like is she even alive <laughs> like I would just <laughs> oh my god Asking a Ukrainian girl on a date right now is death tourism. Uh, definitely, because, guys, the bullshit they, they were saying in Tinder, uh, like, they were texting me stuff like, um, which language do you speak? And, like, after saying, like, I'm Ukrainian, after a couple of, oh, my God, I'm glad that you're alive, he said, uh, listen to this track, it's kind of helping your creative just flowing. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> what, what I can say? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a horrible situation. I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> but listen, but after, but after that track, you will be alive as an hour. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Another one. They feel so guilty. They feel so guilty they need to, like... I mean, I mean that's that's like a normal reaction, but at the same time, like let's just acknowledge it is fucking pathetic when you have to write. Oh, I'm so glad you're alive. Yeah, just when you're like about to ask a girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they're all acting like, have you been to this club? And or I don't know, people in Europe just don't know how to act, uh, like have to act like it's a normal human being and not uh, pretending to care or pretending to not to care. But like I, uh, a couple of people I met was like just a regular human reaction with, yeah. Um, In Germany? Yeah, yeah. But it was like two people, I guess. Uh, and, and it's like special kind of people who not like all the Germans and they mostly hanging out with uh, Ukrainian uh, dudes. Uh, but in general, guys, and also uh, I don't like German type of guys, uh, you know, like I don't like all this blondie stuff. There is no Oscar Isaac yeah. at all. But I don't think Oscar Isaac is I know. like, I was thinking about that. He's like 100% my type, guys. So quick, quick update after war started. Because his main problem, he's not Ukrainian. Quick, quick update, quick update on the shifting uh, male types that Lena prefers. My paradigm has changed, so uh, guys, I'm. Uh... The par the paradigm shift is real. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe shift. It's it's finally this. Much. Ever since this war started, I realized that Oscar Isaac might not be the guy. Yeah, like once uh, my friend friend of mine asked me like. Uh, actually, uh, it's hard to process a lot of stuff uh, right now. Uh, like not at right now, but in general, I don't have a lot of thoughts or um, I don't know kind of philosophical uh, takes of what happening, like or what is to be human and what is war about. Um, I just feel uh, confused and uh, based all the all, almost almost all the time. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> um, uh, but. Uh, one of my friends asked me, um, what you randomly, what you realized after these three months? And I was like, what? 
what a, like I just realized that Oscar Isaac is not so hot like uh, and uh, because he's not Ukrainian uh, what uh, and uh, But actually, yeah, I realized nothing yet. Uh, I only, I, I don't think uh, um, my kind of emotion and thoughts right now is ki- or something of kind of realization. Uh, yeah, of course, I realized how important to me uh, is to be Ukrainian, and as well that I realized that Ukrainian is uh, one of the best country uh, in the world, if not the best one. Uh, how people are there are great. Uh, And uh, I uh, I was so stupid to think that there is, uh, uh, I don't know, there, that, that they're not special or they think only bad stuff in Ukraine yeah. uh, environment. But now I came to the Germany <laughs> and I realized a lot of <laughs> shit <laughs> that I hate Germany, for example. Uh, and... Um, Yeah, but I th- uh, I'm was... but I'm definitely grateful that they helping us with all this uh, not financial support anymore. They don't support me anymore. They say I need to find a job, but they won't give me money. So now I'm looking for a day to come and help me. There's yeah, but Germany is Ukrainian girls be like there is no there is no social support anymore. So yeah, <laughs> German dad, please slide slide in Alina's DMs. Yeah, slide help me. <laughs> Send me. I uh, have uh, send me some money to my Venmo, or better, just send some money uh, for Ukrainian army guys. You know, it's really supporting me that war will end and I will go home yeah. and living my boring life again. Oh. I also, I also lost my room <laughs> where I was re- recording the most uh, horrifying uh, uh, sounds <laughs> because I remember one of the ep- episode was kind of noise of my uh, laptop all the time and uh, yeah i miss that uh, you will check out the- i miss that energy yeah now we'll- did you lose that up Did you lose that apartment? Tell tell our listeners how you lost your apartment. Tell us, sorry. That I just lo- I like I like how I, I like how I'm just like re-traumatizing you with these questions. Yeah. yeah, just like live through most difficult experiences of your life girl, again and again. Girl, it's the o- for exhibitionist purposes. Yeah, it's just the only thing I'm uh, looking forward to in my life is to be more traumat to repeat my trauma over and over again because it's so helpful. It's actually just like a therapy. I'm just oh, I will write tweet about that just about my traumas yeah. and all my bad experience with men actually yeah i uh, really loved my little gray room uh in kiev but uh after i, I think it was kind of nine of may uh my um my landlord said like i think you're <laughs> not going back You know, and actually, I'm stuck in Germany because they're making documents uh, for me for a really long time, and uh, yeah, I can't go to Ukraine still. Um, so, um, what kind of documents? Yeah, it's kind of a permanent, term, temporary state uh, for Ukrainian people. They're making it faster in Berlin, but I'm living in uh, how they call it here. It's kind of land different land of Germany it's called Saxony and uh, just like in England and uh, they really slow one and uh, they making kind of different different like they making you an ID card when they writing your uh, attention I was so shocked as Ukrainian that in your documents you need to write your eye color and kind of high 
a hate and uh, so that the like, policemen kind of... can discern which girls they would hit on and uh, yeah <laughs> or they're gonna give social support to or not what is kind of tinder maybe i need to write my i don't know astrology sign and my kind of vibe like what kind of uh, <laughs> or uh no uh, my friend was really laughing about this um tinder um uh, kind of i don't know what is called hashtag vibe category, uh, category? It's, it's not vibe category but uh, it kind of your interests and like for example your social smoker just regular smoker and one of uh, mm-hmm. these markers is better in person <laughs> and one better like, in person yeah and your we, profile picture like kind of and found a profile like and i was swiping and saw profile of guy who wearing mask of gorilla and having a hashtag better in person. Uh, <laughs> what the... F- <laughs> you were peon, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, so... That was yeah, actually, I wrote my icon. That, that was actually one of my questions to you, which you already started answering. Basically, like, do you do you ever talk to Europeans about the war? And how do, they, do their responses make you feel? Yeah, I could uh, talk, uh, talk about one situation that I had when I met a guy who I thought, yeah, he kind of cool guy, and he immediately, uh, when I start to saying about conspiracy theories, said, "You're are you aren't you into Joshua Sutarella kind of podcast?" And I, mm. I'm, I'm not into Joshua Sutarella podcast. I'm into Joshua Sutarella body, to be honest, because he. <laughs> He hasn't said so. Uh, he hasn't said anything about Ukraine at all. So after people yeah. being silenced about war in Ukraine, uh, they became just meat and bodies. Sometimes really hard bodies, but they're losing their personality for me, and uh, I'm not interested to listen. Yeah, to it, bullshit anymore. A bit of background on our niche, uh, Joshua Sitarella interest, which is no longer so niche, but he's basically a. Uh, theorist on the internet i think he used to work at a university or something and then he stopped he stopped his academic career to pursue um learning about niche internet communities all the time and like do research on them and basically he records all of his research and now he started this community do not research or something and i think they run a discord and basically write academic papers on uh popular uh, like modern art and memes and uh basically like try to study all of the internet things that uh usually academics don't really pay attention to so we used to be really into him before everything happened but then he decided to not only fucking ignore the war but also post some like edgy memes talking about like u.s involvement and i don't know yeah just like Dirt, uh, dirty yeah. back left is as, uh, as all of them. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, so so the guy was really kind of, for me, was, yeah, so cool, uh, such a cool guy. And a friend of mine said, hey, you talk with this creep? Uh, he kind of weirdo. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, uh, I think I'm weirdo too. Because he, uh, we were so <laughs> that's into... Exa- oh my God, that's exactly my type. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly my type. He was like zero out of ten uh but he <laughs> because he was definitely not physically attractive uh but um but his soul was beautiful and he was kind of sweet nice and uh, really um, it was interesting to tell talk him talk with him but 
the other guy who was also from my class, uh, I'm like here as a guest student, whatever, I don't visit it, this bullshit anymore. Um, so he asked, I was like, do you like knew that Azovstad is not Nazis? Like, I don't know why I'd start to saying that. Uh, he was like, yeah, but you know, in Twitter, like Azovstad, like, as of style, is look like a Nazis guy, and like, stop reading to Twitter, read like to real stuff, news, whatever. Wikipedia page is also translated in English, they translated oh, this part of history of as of style, uh, not as of style, as of Polk as of. Uh, sorry for my, yeah, being delusional as usual. <laughs> uh, so I, and I was. After a couple of minutes, I realized that this guy, actually, it's just a regular German guy, he knew stuff. He knew about uh, what's happening. He, read, he reads news and he's so into politics and all this bullshit. But he just don't care at all. And they actually, most of them, I think, support um, uh, Olaf Scholz's politics about not giving uh, Ukrainian weapons, uh, being uh, trying to be polite with Russia and Ukrainians, try to match us in some kind of weird, uh, fucked up uh, uh, sh- uh, shit shows that they're doing. Uh, and as well, um, they really all they're thinking about is like gas and how much they will pay. Don't thinking about uh, like, and for me, after a couple of months, uh, yeah, uh, this uh, podcast will become a German phobic, but I met some kind of nice people here. But in general, they all about their comfort. I think, I guess, uh, for me, they uh, the mentality of being German is to think about you and how you feel most of the time. For example, for me, uh, one situation with a girl who uh, said that I can't move to the uh, empty room for a week. I don't have like I said, I don't. Uh, I don't have any place to stay and live. And she said, yeah, but I'm preparing for my exam and I don't want to see any people I don't know in my apart, like an apartment with a lot of people, actually. There are like three in this gesucht uh, situation. There are like three mm-hmm. or four people living in one apartment. Uh, and uh, I'm uh, the person you, for example, my new roommates haven't seen me for three days uh, uh, already. Like I'm almost invisible when I'm your roommate. I'm staying in my uh, room and uh, I'm a kind of creep uh, when I'm only like, like for example, if I move recently, I will stay for my in my room till midnight. Like I'm, I don't know. I just scared of roommates when I'm <laughs> sometimes. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of, and it was so weird for me that this girl don't care at all that I don't have place to. Yeah, in yeah, Ukraine, no. uh, it would definitely won't be a problem at all. People would be say, yeah, you can sleep in my bed in like wherever you want, just uh, to help. Uh, like in Ukraine, it's so common and, and normal to help others, even if it's not comfort- uh, comfortable for you. We are so into other people and helping them. Uh, it's uh, not only like uh, elite uh, niche uh, kind of t- treat, uh, but only uh, also uh, just regular guys who just some old dudes yeah. would help you with en- everything they could mostly. And uh, yeah, so well, that's that that's what you said about like them mostly thinking about themselves, their comfort, and their gas. It's yeah. it's just like this pacifistic worldview 
Um, people, people need to understand. But I'm so. Yeah, hurt. like people need to understand that pacifism is a privilege. Like being pacifistic is a privilege when you don't live in a war-torn country. Pacifism is a privilege that you can afford when, like, there aren't bombs being dropped on your hometown, which is why it is so difficult for them to empathize with us on any meaningful level. Because to them, like this is just some another discomfort happening in a less developed Eastern European country. Yeah, and uh, le let us be honest about uh, our politics views for now on, because we realize that you can't be, uh, like, yeah, it's also said that uh, only after war started, I realized that you can't be non-political in. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's pity for me that uh, I realize like you need war to realize that uh, you can't just say yeah I'm not into politics and I'm not just like all these conflicts happening whatever. Uh, but um, yeah, but now I'm realizing that uh, the uh, all this pacifist bullshit uh, just uh, you know just abstract and don't have any uh, connection with reality uh, because or. They uh, what they imagining like if Ukraine 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 just said yeah we don't fight uh, there are gonna be Russian flags all over Ukraine this not gonna be any Ukraine at all and uh, you can see picture of Russian uh, world they bringing us uh, uh, at the Google and see that they just killing uh, raping and uh, destroying cities and there is no like kind of Uh, a bullshit that America saying about democracy they are giving to another part of the world and uh, uh, they just yep giving their some democracy shit uh, but <laughs> here they don't even pretending to do so they will just destroy us and kill us and uh, they already doing genocide so yeah the peace option is like kind of die. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah like... In this pacifi pacifist paradigm, they've, like, just, dude, just die. Don't kill anyone, just die. Just yeah. literally die. I mean, they don't understand that they're saying that when they're saying that, because in their head, when they're saying, oh, just, like, surrender, they think that people, people at war will stop dying, so, like, soldiers will stop dying, but that's not actually the case, because from what we've seen is that when you know when 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 russians get on our territory and they burn our cities on the ground and then hail their russian flag like if we surrender there's not going to be ukraine anymore if we surrender ukraine will cease to exist it's not going to be a peaceful treaty there's no way to uh i don't know find a a peaceful um common ground with russia because all they're interested in is complete destruction of ukrainian land and cultural heritage they're not even trying to like save the infrastructure to use it they're destroying everything yeah and as well uh people forgetting that they can as well as americans said yeah whatever um uh, no ukraine we don't give a fuck but it will change the whole life paradigm as well uh, it's already changing like with the uh, food crisis with all this um, nuclear uh, bomb uh, threats uh, it's actually could be just yeah. a nuclear winter for a whole of uh, everyone will die uh, but as well if they win uh, uh, it will change the whole view that uh, uh, will bring us uh, again in the medieval times when you just can say yeah it's my land uh, I can take it 
uh, if I want to, and as well Russia will take whatever lands they want. It's uh, because being uh, like if you're winner, you feel powerful. And uh, already a lot of countries start to s- thinking about their territories and mm-hmm. what they want to take uh, from others. And yeah, Russian victory is just the death of their whole uh, humanity yeah. <laughs> and uh, humanism. And yeah, that's what Europeans and Westerners don't understand about this war is how high the stakes are for them as well, even in America. Because, yeah. I mean, for now, they kind of like detach themselves and post cute pictures of their lunch i mean ukrainians also do that that's that's not the point like the point is just that they can mentally detach themselves because to them this is just a new cycle that they can unfollow but to us if i were to unfollow like if i were to get off all of my social media it would take me one phone call to my mom to know about the severity of this fucking nightmare that is not stopping so it's like to us, it's our entire life. It's not just a question of like how much we immerse ourselves in this infor- information and news cycle. Yeah, we can just uh, yeah, we can just detach from reality, and that's all we have. Yeah. <laughs> I can just uh, yes black out. That's <laughs> all that helping yeah. us with processing stuff. Let's uh, let's black out a little bit. So I think I cut you off on about your Tinder date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it definitely uh, will be. Uh, maybe it will be two parts. Who knows? Uh, of podcast. Well, yeah, we'll, you will do some editing stuff with our talk, and yeah. uh, it's just a test of. Uh, it's just one uh, uh, first speaking club we had, and uh, we will uh, continue to do as we used to do uh, the same kind of style. We will discuss uh, uh, articles. Of course, they mostly will be about politics, war, Ukraine, and Tinder as well. Because because in the next episode, you'll get to know what happened to that Tinder date Alina had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but now I'm a proud Ukrainian woman that only meets uh, with the Ukrainian guys uh, because it's actually uh, easy and nice and they're amazing. And all volunteers are hard, <laughs> they're tense. My, uh, also my pr- uh, also, uh, uh, wipe shift, uh, male attractiveness that I'm talking so much. If they uh, volunteers, they 10 out of 10, they 11 out of 10. If, even if they uh, really uh, not tall at all. <laughs> um, and uh, if like they can look whatever they want, they're amazing <laughs> and I love them. And they uh, yes. can ask me for nudes anytime they want. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Ukrainian volunteers from yeah, guys. The, uh, all volunteers are out of there. Yeah, all all jokes are out of the window. You can ask for nudes every time. Uh, that's actually a joke, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, shout out of our new uh, sexy icon of our pod. Our new uh, fixation. It's not Oscar Isaac anymore. It's uh, Scrab. Mm-hmm. I think he's like. Is our, our archetype right now? I think he's the hardest man who, unfortunately, not alive anymore. But uh, yeah, in- pray for Ukraine. Not only pray, but give our weapons and help us win in this fucking war. And all Ukrainians go will go back to the hot Ukrainians' uh, apartment and doing a lot of just peaceful, traumatized uh, soldiers uh, as they uh, already do. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. And hello, all my Canadian friends.